Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and thank you for tuning in to our Thursday night programming of Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> but why wouldn't you tune into the greatest show heard all around the world? Tonight, we got three, that's right, three, three rock and roll, three metal, three rap metal, we got it all. We got rap metal, we got hard rock, we got um, uh, medieval rock, medieval metal, we're going worldwide too, we're going all over the place tonight. Not only are we doing an artist that's here, based in the States, but we're doing a, a band that's based out of Canada, as well as a band that's based out of Sweden. So we're going to travel the world tonight. We're going to uh, truly make Telegram Radio worldwide, and I want to make my fans worldwide with all these artists. So if you want to get on a plane, get on a boat, get on whatever you need to do to get around the world, the quickest, the fastest, the easiest way is to get on Telegram Radio, check it out, listen Tune in, share it with your friends, and not only make this show worldwide and global, but make these bands as well. And those three bands we got coming up for you. First, we're going to do the band that called Alarm for War. And I talked to uh, the lead singer. Uh, his name's Buggy. And uh, he's 13 years old. 13 years old. 13-year-old rap metalor. Um, really awesome band. That It's just... It's great, and this 13-year-old kid is, is leading the way with them, and uh, you're going to be pretty blown away. So uh, it'll, be, it'll be cool uh, to check them out. I'm going to play some music from them. I'm going to play the interview with uh, Buggy I did the other day, uh, and then after Buggy, we're going to take a little trip up north. We're going to go to Canada. We're going to talk with uh, Tyson Emanuel, guitar player from the band Fear, which uh, put out an earlier uh, an album a little while ago, very recently, that has uh, not only killer metal on it that classic metalheads and modern day metalheads will enjoy but it's got a, a, a cover of the Iron Maiden classic Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner on it as well. They have a video out there for it as well so check that out. But I talked to Tyson uh, actually like two weeks ago so I can finally get to play the interview tonight. I'll play some uh, fear music for you as well. So make sure you crank that up. And then rounding out the show tonight is going to be we're going to take a trip overseas, we're going to go to Sweden, and we're going to talk to Mr. Eric Larson from the band Apocalypse Orchestra. And they are like, um, I don't know if you want to call it like Viking metal, medieval metal, 
uh, whatever you want to call it. But they are all of those things wrapped in the one. Um, really cool interview. Uh, they're signed to a Despot Records over in Sweden, which has an amazing roster of artists. So I talked to Eric also a few weeks ago, and uh, we're going to play that interview for you in a little while. So let's, um, you know what, before we before we even get into the interviews and the music and, and all this fun stuff, let's, how about we do this? Let's, uh, so I'll take a commercial break later. I'm going to take a quick commercial break now. Give me three minutes, pay the bills, come back on the flip side, and we're going to talk to Buggy from Alarm for War. Don't go away. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin on the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your ghoul friend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. 
All right, welcome back. Tojin Radio, Bay Ragney here, and here we go. It's time to do it. Let's get into the show. Here's our first artist. His name is Samuel Judah, a.k.a. Buggy. He's the hardcore rap metaler. He's 13 years old, and he's the lead singer for the band Alarm for War. Here he is. Buggy! Hey, how are you, Bay? Good, man. How you doing? Doing good. Good. Sorry about yesterday. Oh no, that's fine. It was just kind of it was it was, was kind of awkward. I called it and I'm like, it said, please call back in six hours or call back in fifteen minutes. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. And I called in again and it was doing that. And Chip's like, oh, just tomorrow we're good. So I, that was totally fine. We're good. Cool, cool. So uh, you know, it's it's it, it's pretty wild, dude. Like uh, you're only thirteen years old, and for for anybody, probably for myself, uh, as I'm watching the video and all this stuff. Like, you would not think you're, like, a 13-year-old kid. Yeah, I suppose that'd be, it's kind of funny that way. But, yeah, I just kind of, yeah, people, I my dad showed my guy once, he's like, so he's, like, 17 or 18. I'm like, he's like, no, he's 13. Right, right, yeah, I, I would definitely think you're, you're a later teen. Cool, now, how, thank how you. About, you're welcome. How about the rest of your band? Like, how old are they? Well, we're, this is this is a youth band, so I, that that's as far as I'm saying. <laughs> oh man! So uh, again, being uh, being 13 years old and getting into the music business, uh, it speaks volumes that your parents must be totally supportive of this whole thing. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Now, were, were they? Uh, have musical backgrounds, or was this something that you just kind of sprung on them? Or no, we've I, I've been around music my whole life. Um, so basically, well, how, how how this all started was actually them doing music. So they were we were just in a um, studio with a uh, seasoned singer, and then he noticed that I was singing out with it. So my parents were a part um, were doing helping with that album along like that. So I come I come from a very musical background, and it just kind of came up one day, so I, like I said, yep, I've been around music my whole life, so they're very musical. Nice. So, I, I guess, uh, was, like, their background in music, like, the whole, uh, the world of heavy metal and, and rap and stuff like that, for you to take that on, or did you have, like, your own influence, or? Yep, it's kind of like, uh, my dad's a heavy metal drummer, he's mainly, he's mainly doing, done a lot of rap, rap metal, uh, my mom's a singer, pop, and stuff like that, so it, that's, I, I suppose it kind of runs down the family. Nice. Now, who uh, uh, take your parents out of the equation? Who would be like your number one influence that you truly look up to as you were, as as you were a young kid growing up? <laughs> well, it was funny because after I've I've heard of POD before and I've heard of Allison Chains, Lane Staley. Um, but what's funny was after we were done with the uh, recording, people were starting to say you sounded like that. So I, I just listen. I listen to mainly rap, kind of like the likes of P.O.D., and I just suppose I kind of picked up on that. So I'd probably say P.O.D. would be the main one. Nice, nice. And, and something that's kind of, uh, I guess, pretty cool, especially for you right now, that I'm noticing, like, probably uh, throughout your childhood, you might have, have realized this or you've probably been told this, but, you know, there was like the – it's probably 20 years ago now, you know, the whole explosion of, like, your Kid Rocks and Limp Biscuits and stuff like that, and it was, like, a real big part of the scene. And then for a while, for the longest time, I'm going to say even up until the last year or two, it was kind of like P. 
people would make fun of it. I'm sure there's still people that make fun of the whole rap rock thing, but it seems to be like really truly making a comeback now. Yeah, yeah, I, I um, yeah, I don't really listen to those other guys with um, rap. I just kind of like I said picked it up on my own, kind of a little help from POD and stuff like that. Nice, very very cool. Now uh, the band name Alarm for War. Where where did that come from? Well, it actually comes from the book of Jeremiah when Jeremiah was warning the people and he was saying, God, I'm being the alarm of war. I'm warning them. And he's like, um, so that, that's, it comes back from that. He's basically like, don't warn them anymore because they've been warned. So that's, that's where it comes back, being the alarm of war, alarm for war. Wow. Okay. Very, very cool. Now, how about yeah. like um, uh, going back to the video now, the, the first single and video off of this album, which is the the album is called Enemies of the State, um, but again going back to the video, uh, you watch this video. This is not something a thirteen year old you would think was putting out. I mean, it's a really heavy video with a lot of uh, you know things going on there that you would not think a thirteen year old should be uh, seeing. <laughs> yeah. So who, whose idea was the for the the whole video? Well, like I said, once we were in the studio, it was kind of like, so once we, after, after we recorded the album, then my, you know, my dad's like, well, of course we got to do the video. So after that, it'd be just like any, it'd be just be like any other band, just obviously with a 13 year old singer doing it. So we pretty much doing the same thing. Um, any, any other band would be doing just obviously when you're done with the thing, you do the videos, except for I'm obviously 13. Right, right. No, but I, I was saying like all the, there's like all types of clips in there of like drug usage and stuff like that, and I was kind of like you know taken back at first. Yeah, well, it was, it's kind of a it's a story, so we're just reach, reaching out to the young people with the truth, and af, actually uh, the song "Day Turn Tonight" with the drugs. Um, well, I, there was a kid named Zach who was hooked on drugs, and he was told to stop, or one day it just may cause him his life. So after he was done doing drugs, he was found down dead in the bathroom, dead in a bathroom. And then standing around his dead body, someone shouted out in the crowd, well, where's your God at now? And then someone else in the crowd, in the crowd uh, replied, the same place he was when he was warning him. So we're just reaching out to the young people with the, with the truth, with the message of um, love and not hate. So it, it kind of came up, birth out of all testimony and that kind of stuff. Things happen in the world and stuff like that. Right, right. It, it, you know, it's such um, uh, and the word being used, uh, is epidemic, you know, with the whole uh, drug situation around the country right now. Um, it's really a, a huge topic to to tackle. And I think you being, um, you know, a teenager in the world today where, uh, sadly, the usage is so ongoing throughout the teens across the country, I think a person like you uh, to stand up for this message is a great thing, and I applaud you on that. Oh, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, like I said, we're sticking up for the young people because um, they've been subjected to a lot of stuff nowadays. So we're just, like I said, preaching, preaching out to them with the truth. Nice. Now, how about uh, live shows? You guys doing live shows yet, or? Um, correct. We're, we'll be um, we're doing that stuff at the end of the month. We're going to have a lot of fun live. Uh, we're, people are going to expect exactly what's on the tape, and we're just excited to get out there and rock this thing. Cool. Now you guys going to do like a little tour at all, or just uh, local shows, or? Correct. Yep. At the end of August, we'll be doing a tu- tours. Yep. Yes, sir. Nice. 
Nice. Good for you. Now, how about school? Like, are you, are you uh, in school still? Or are you doing like a homeschooling or? Uh, yep, I'm homeschooled, so I'd be just like, well, while we're, um, you know, we've been traveling, tra- my parents travel a lot and stuff like that, so we just, okay. we're homeschooled, we got an academy, so we bring bring our books along, you know, while we're in the bus doing my books there, so I'm keeping up with all that stuff. Nice. Now, how do you like, because uh, I, I have a 13-year-old daughter, and, and I've kind of like, last couple of years been wanting, uh, wanting to do the homeschool thing with her, just because I don't like the situation going on in the schools. Being the drug yeah. issue, being one of them. Now, do you, do you like or prefer doing the homeschool compared to actually going to school? Yes, very much. Homeschooling, you get you got a lot. What's cool about it is in, in a normal average school, you know, they get about eight hours, but they don't get as much attention. So in, in homeschooling, it's less hours, but the same amount of work because you're getting a lot more attention from the teacher and stuff like that. So highly recommend homeschooling. Nice. No, uh, yeah, and also too. I saw you were here. Uh, you were here in the Philadelphia area the other day. I was, yeah, standing right next to Rocky Balboa statue. <laughs> I can't saw go that. to Philadelphia without that. seeing that. Nice. What were you doing in Philly? Well, um, my parents also have run, run a ministry, so preaching love and not hate too. So we're going um, to Philly. We go all around the. Um, country doing that my dad does tea parties and stuff like that so we were just uh just happened to be passing through town doing that and we just realized hey rocky balboa statue here right now so that's that's what we were doing there (laughs) yeah they actually they took the statue down they've been redoing where it is and actually it looks like they moved the locate from your picture i saw they moved the location again of where the uh the statue is so rocky never finds a permanent home he's always on the move (laughs) cool so all right, so let's get let's get all the plugs out there. Where can everybody find you and the band Alarm for Not War and where can everybody buy the the music and see what's going on with you and hear what's going on? Well, our website is www.alarmforwar.com. Again, www.alarmforwar.com. You can find us on Facebook at Alarm for War. Same thing with Instagram and Twitter. Check us out. Uh, www.alarmforwar.com. Awesome. Cool. Well, this was really good talking to you, Buggy, and uh, thanks again for doing this. And uh, next time you come and see uh, Rocky, you got to let us know. This way we can maybe uh, hook up. Perfect. Sounds good. Thanks, babe. Pre- totally appreciate it. Take care. Yep, you too. See you. Bye.
They got a video out for that. You can check it out on YouTube. And there he is, 13 years old, Buggy. Tell you what, I think he's more mature and more well-spoken than I am. And I'm more than three times his age. So how about that? Or I can't do math. Why am I even trying? Anyway, <laughs> so, all right, so, <coughs> excuse me. So check them out. Uh, Alarm for War, their album is out. It's called Enemies of the State. Um, there you go. So uh, let me see. All right, so next up, we're going to go up to Canada. Like I said, we're going to go up to the Great White North. The band is called Fear, and here is uh, guitarist Tyson Emanuel. Check him out. And there he is. Hey, Bay. How are you, man? Sorry about that. Good, how are you? Good. So um, something I saw that was pretty cool was, like, uh, you you performed uh, for Sting and Russell Crowe at uh, – in a private event? Yeah, it was a kind of a fluke, but um, it's definitely a memorable event. And uh, Sting was just such an incredible, gentle gentleman. You know, it's um, <clears throat> really enhanced my already, you know, fanfare for him. So um, that was cool. I didn't really get to talk to Russell Crowe. He was kind of working the room. But uh, gotcha. He's a very articulate individual. Now, when you, when when you end up doing something like that, like it sounds like it was not planned; it just happened. <laughs> you just happened to look out that way. Like, what, like what the hell goes through your head? Like, I, I could never imagine, let alone being in the same room as Sting, but having to perform in front of him. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm, maybe it's kind of good that I didn't really have too much <laughs> leeway in, <laughs> into that situation. But honestly, man, like I think when you, 
I think when you've been doing something for so long, um, you know, as terrified as I was, I, I think the second I sat down and I uh, was playing, um, just something else takes over. Right. Um, the shock and, and uh, the trauma of that experience happens kind of afterward. And I, uh, <laughs> I have a photo that I keep looking at, you know, that I just basically say, yeah, it happened, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, um, he was he was incredible. I mean, I, I played. Um, it was actually different music. It was uh, flamenco. Okay. So um, I was playing on my acoustic, and uh, it's just after the show um, when I had gotten off, and um, I was just still in you know in that kind of adrenaline rush. Um, he he literally came through the the crowd and um, with his hands out, and he just kind of grabbed my hand to shake my hand, and I was like, wow, man. You know, he said that was that was amazing. I just looked at him and I said, I'm, I'm honored, man. You know, and he just kind of right, shook, right. you know, shook his head like he was embarrassed by it. Oh, that's awesome. So now, now how do you go uh, yourself from playing uh, performing uh, flamenco guitar to like this classic metal uh, power metal type band? <clears throat> well, the metal stuff's always been my my primary. Um, so at one point in my life, I spent about three or four years just doing um, acoustic stuff. But prior to that, I mean, I had always been doing metal. Uh, when, I, when I lived in um, Europe, I was doing death metal, uh, death grindcore stuff. Okay. And then uh, what, I was doing death grindcore, like kind of Cannibal Corpse uh, style of music. And then I got into actually doing a Genesis Phil Collins tribute. So, I, I mean, I just, I'm just i a music fan. I love music, and I like to challenge nice. myself a little bit. But my, my foundation, my roots have always been, you know, like the Maidens and the Priests and the Sabbaths and stuff. So I'm in the same old. Very cool. So you guys actually have um, you have a new EP coming out tomorrow. Um, yeah. And it's called The, the Curse Lives On, which um, I started getting the, the, the press releases, I guess it was a week or so ago, with the, the teaser for this uh, huge cover you guys decided to take on. And I said to myself, like, wow, like, w when you guys decide to do a cover song, I guess you go for, like, the cream of the crop, the top one, like, a 15-minute opus of Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Well, it's 13 minutes. We added another minute and change. I just thought, um, you know, if we were to give it at least some sort of original spin, um, you know, still in keeping with the vibe, and, and uh, just to kind of take another prose from the uh, poem and um, start the song with it. And uh, just kind of, kind of create a little story time thing. But um, yeah, I mean, for me, Maiden is is the band of all bands. It's the reason why I play guitar. And um, you know, if you're going to choose a cover from from their you know their collection, it's very difficult. But I figure it, it to me, it's it's the most epic song of of the most epic band. And sure. um, that to me was something I thought you know maybe musically it's not the most complex, but it's it's just such a such a statement i think and um it's just a song of all songs so i think it was natural for me in terms of i think to do a cover because we would just be bickering you know ad nauseum about which maiden cover to do i mean there's there's just too many uh too many songs that i know that we love the you know as a band and um sure. you know so we might actually maybe we'll do more covers in the future but if you had one to choose you know what i mean that was just the one that i had to jump to <laughs> Now, I also think, like like you were saying, like uh, you bigger back and forth about the other Maiden songs, but I can imagine there was, might have been a lot of bickering about that, too. Like, dude, do you really want to play, like, that long of a song? <laughs> yeah. 
It's definitely, I mean, vocally it's challenging. And um, and I'll tell you, though, I mean, 15 minutes may seem like a long time, but I think what, that song for me, it just, I don't know, it doesn't come across as 15 minutes uh, when you're performing it. You know what? I remember, like, going back to uh, what year did it come out, like, 87 or so. I remember when it was coming out and reading the magazines, like, uh, you know, each month building it up, and then they were talking this song up, and I just remember kind of being scared, like, thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, like, here, here's going to be this long song, you know, but you're right. Like, when you listen to it, it doesn't seem that long. It's got such a great um, fluidness that goes through it and just from one piece to another. And it's, it's a true classic. Absolutely. and I mean, I... <laughs> I think if you don't like Maiden or whatever, maybe it will come across as a long song or if we did a piss poor job of it. But I, I think we did a really good job. I think we did, did it respect. Um, so I'm Absolutely. really happy the way it came out. No, I, I guess too, like when you guys decided to do that, I guess you guys also decided like we're off the bat, like first single video for it, boom, like there's no question about it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we kept the video pretty straightforward. It, it kind of gives you a little bit of a live um, show feeling, but I still think it feels a little bit actually pulled back from our normal show. But uh, again, you know, it's just every everything that's been happening with the EP and stuff like that, it's been great. The momentum's um, slowly building for us. And honestly, it's been many years um, before we've actually pulled the trigger. So in a way, it's kind of a delay. And uh, anyway, I'm just really excited. Cool. A little bit shell shocked. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I saw also too, like uh, I mean, doing the, doing a long song like that, like isn't a stranger, I guess, to the band because I mean a lot of your songs are already long. Like uh, I think I saw like high five minute ones. I saw uh, one that was eight minutes. Uh, the song Heaven, which uh, yeah, eight is minutes. also. <laughs> Yeah, eight so. minutes is pretty common for us, um, and the high sixes to eight is probably standard for us. And, and maybe that's due in part because we still, you know, did solos and stuff like that, and you know, maybe some kind of middle um, musical interlude or something like that. Um, we don't write for radio, man. We never wrote for radio. I mean, I think that obviously they want to stick in as many songs as possible uh, to market in an hour. So I understand that, yeah. and I guess maybe with our genre, it's a bit different. And uh, most of the bands that I got into back in the day, um, when I was just solely searching out for like metal blade bands and stuff like that, and I would always read the the song titles and the song um, you know durations, and I'd be like, you know, a band that's going to be writing music in the you know the eight minutes, you know, and really investing themselves in that. Those were always the bands I w were, was more attracted to. I found that they were more musical in general. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now that you put it that way, <laughs> they truly were. So we don't like premeditated. No. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so you guys are based out of Canada. Now, have you guys like uh, done any touring at any shows in the states, or? Um, not with this um, outfit. Uh, Fear is hoping to do some European shows. I I've been really anxious to do something in like Germany. And, uh, you know, more in Scandinavia. I think, you know, Canada's kind of a tough bill, I think, for metal acts. And I know okay. in the States probably it's a little bit more healthier, you know, especially like, say, in Texas or something like that. Uh, there might be more healthier metal scenes. <clears throat> but, 
But uh, Europe is, I think, definitely more the flavor we have. And culturally speaking, uh, I find that, you know, locally they'll come out and support you, but it's almost like you have to have the support um, externally before they get behind you. Mm-hmm. So um, that's basically, you know, maybe how it'll happen if it happens. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what, like, um, we've been doing the show, you know, it's, it's five years, and, and we're not just music. I mean, we're all types of entertainment, but me, myself, um, being uh, biased, like, I'm kind of like you, where, where my heart is with um, music and mostly hard rock and metal. Um, so that's where a lot of our guests come from. And believe it or not, like, <laughs> most of the acts that we have interviewed from Canada have been country. Wow. Yeah, like and it's shocking from Alberta? Me. I, I, uh, I guess no. country is pretty popular, you know. But and honestly, man, I don't know how your radio um, shows are there. I, I would imagine it's kind of universal. Where um, the music, it, I don't even know if it really qualifies as country. Maybe it's labeled country esque. But there's such a fusion. Um, I guess I would call it a homogenization of art form, mm-hmm. where you know, obviously, they want to blend every popular style of music into one voice. Totally. And, uh, you know, country kind of took the lead, um, maybe the lead um, flavor palette, if you will. But, you know, it still kind of got the pop in there. And I don't really mm-hmm. know what to call it. I mean, I, I love a lot of the old, um, you know, bluegrass and country bands back in the day. Like, I, I liked when things were kind of definitive. You know what you're listening yeah. to as opposed to whether you pop, you know, whether you get anything in the top 40 almost sounds interchangeable. And, again, I understand True. it from the business standpoint, but it'd be really nice that, you know, if you're going to buy a country album, you're getting you're getting someone who's just, you know, all out country, right? Not to say yeah, that exactly. I'm a purist or, or um, you know, a snob in that, in that regard, but I, I still think that there's something to be said if the music isn't being tempered to appease everyone's tastes. I, I agree. I totally agree. And, and uh, you actually touched on something, too, I was going to ask you about was Europe, like, I figure you guys have a nice, solid following over in Europe. Um, so I thought I was wondering if there was anything set up for you guys to go over there at all. Um, we're working on that right now. And like I said, I think we're targeting Germany. And um, for me, it's I don't really know how many uh, countries really thrive. I mean, parts of South America, you know, Poland, Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I think parts of Scandinavia, I think there's a really strong following for metal. And we're going to start targeting those areas uh, now as we speak, actually. You know, I mean, things are slowly unfolding. Um, but at the same time, I, I just keep my, my, kind of keep my head out of the clouds a little bit. And, um, you know, I just kind of try to be on the ground as much as possible and one step before the next and just not get too excited. I've been, I think I've been doing this too long to, um, you know, not be completely jaded because I, I am excited, but I don't, I don't become excited and then go numb. <laughs> You know, with uh, <laughs> with the hope that uh, things are going to pan out or we're going to have a following. But I guess, you know, to your point, definitely I, I hope that um, once they get a little bit of um, what we're doing over there, that we do get some invites to do some shows. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see some stuff going on over there for you guys, without a doubt. I, I, it'd be a, the perfect matchup. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely, I mean, we have a, I guess there's a North American 
um, style, I guess, the foundation of some of our thrashier parts. But I mm-hmm. think it does, does it definitely lends itself more to a maybe European um, texture in, in many ways. Absolutely. But uh, to each their own, man. I, I don't I don't know. I just I'm a I'm a hard rock metal guy too, and I I don't um, I think a metal guy is a metal guy. You know what I mean? And Right. Anyone who's into the music is into the music. If they hear what they, if they hear, I guess similar flavors of bands they like in us, that's cool. You know, I mean, people can only hear what they, what they're used to hearing in terms of understanding. Right. And I think there's definitely some crossovers. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Cool. So t- tomorrow is the big day. It's officially out. Um, mm-hmm. EP will be out. <laughs> are you, you guys yeah. gonna do like a, have a big party celebration or? We are actually we're getting together tomorrow and um, we're just gonna have kind of an intimate band thing. We're gonna have a, uh, you know, we're gonna be jumping up and down in the swimming pool with uh, you know beach balls and. <laughs> no, we're just gonna have some beers, I think, some wine or whatever, and just um, maybe watch some metal videos or whatever it is. Just nothing really crazy. Just hanging out with the boys. Just keep sitting there waiting for the the little things to go off with the the sails, right? <laughs> uh, again, keeping my head out of the clouds, man. It's, if that happens, that's beautiful. I mean, even um, like I was talking to Patrick, he's like, you know, the video's up um, towards five thousand views in a couple of days, and I said, that's great, man. I said it's in the back of my mind. It's over there doing its thing, and I'm just focused on over here, you know? <laughs> right, right. Very cool. Well, that's good. I am I, excited. I mean, Don't uh, get me wrong. I just, you know, I'm just trying to not get you, too excited. Right. Yeah. No, I, I get it. You, you don't want to uh, get yourself too excited and then be let down this way. It's, you know, what happens, happens, and you're happy anyway. Exactly, man. I mean, this this was an achievement for us personally. You know what I mean? And um, the fact that this is being marketed is absolutely extraneous. Like, this is all bonus material. Because sure. we would have done it anyway, you know. We've been doing it anyway for, you know, um, the first seed was planted um, for fear in 2004 um, when I was writing material. So it's it's been 13 years already, you know. Wow. And uh, we're just plugging away. <clears throat> that's a long time. Yeah, I mean that's that, it is a long time, but uh, I think as you know, man, like when you're doing stuff you're passionate about, you don't count the minutes you know what i mean you just life will life will just blast by you and hopefully you've just put in the time and the love into something that you really believe in and you live you live a life with some kind of value right right very very cool well this has been awesome uh, i want to thank you again for doing this i want to wish you guys uh all the luck in the world and uh, i i would really appreciate it if you drink a nice cold beer for me as well, we'll tomorrow, as you guys Maybe are celebrating. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't want to twist your arm or nothing, but I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> Will do, man. So, all right. Well, you know what? We're going to play Ramadan and Samaritan, too. Like, it's a single. you got to play it, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. So let's do it. Thanks again for calling in. And, uh, yeah, everybody, where can they go to get the uh, the EP? Uh, well, I believe it's on all the major... Um, you know, digital channels. Uh, I'm not sure if it's actually been through iTunes. Um, it's actually probably been through iTunes. I'm just not sure about Amazon yet. Um, but I'm definitely, definitely, I'm sure it's available on, on um, the major platforms. Nice. 
And they can go to uh, the website Fear Band. It's P H E A R Band dot com, and they can That's go there right. and get all the links up there for all your social media sites. And uh, you can also pick up the first album and links for the EP and everything. And uh, their next job after they purchase that is to just crank it up. That's right, man. Blow some speakers, and uh, hopefully, if there's enough loud voices and responses, uh, we've been getting requests at some uh, music stores. You know, eventually, that that means that we may migrate to your town and get to rock the stage. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, man. I'd love to see you guys down here in Philly, and uh, you know, anything I can do to help you guys hook it up. If you start booking shows this way, just hit me up and let me know, and uh, you know, we'll get you taken care of. Oh, that'd be great, man. I would love that. Cool. Thanks again. Let's do it. Rhyme and the Ancient Mariner. Here we go. Great. Thanks a lot, Bay. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Have a good day. And I had done a hellish thing, and it would work in woe. For all of it, I'd killed the bird that made the breeze to blow. Ah, wretch, said they, the bird's slay. That made the breeze to blow. Nor dim nor red, like God's own head, the glorious sun upriced. Then all of it, I had killed the bird that brought the fog and mist. Twas right, said they, such birds to slay that bring the fog and mist. The fair breeze blew, the white foam flew. The furrow followed free. We were the first that ever burst into that silent sea.
Tony Rio, there you go. The band Fear. Did a double shot of Fear. Why not, right? That was their latest. It's called Double or Dirty Work. And uh, they actually just put a video up for uh, one, like two weeks ago. So you can check that out on YouTube as well as I had to do it. You know, I just had to do it. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, the Iron Maiden classic that they covered and did an amazing version, in which they have a video of that one as well. So check that out. So, all right, here we go. We're going to run out the show. Let's go over to Sweden. Let's talk to Eric Larson from Apocalypse Orchestra. Hey, Eric? Yeah. <coughs> we got it together. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to apologize for last time. I think the miscommunication was that we have this stupid daylight savings, you know, which put us an additional hour ahead. Right. Well, it will all be all that matters. Yeah, it uh, really confuses us uh, domestically two times a year as well, people showing, showing up late for work and stuff like this. <laughs> so, uh, you have like a real, uh, a real unique thing going on here. Like, it, 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 it's like, how did this all come together, this whole um, musical style? I mean, it's really different. Thank you. Uh, well, Michael and me have been playing together in different bands for uh, between 10 and 15 years, and we both uh, share a lot of passions in music, uh, a certain type of metal, a certain type of folk music, and uh, we've both been playing f- straight-up folk music, contemporary as well as traditionally. Uh, also folk rock fusion bands, but finally we decided it's time to to combine the two extremes. And since we both love both medieval culture, law, history, and especially the music, we thought about combining it with a different folk metal element, uh, thus going in the more slow and heavy direction. Yeah. Now, like when you were, were thinking about this, um, did you think too, like? You almost have like a, I mean, it's a very popular, I don't know if I want to say lifestyle, but like a, like a lot of people around the world now are very into that whole um, medieval scene. So it's kind of like you have a, like a great audience now to like kind of direct yourself at too. Yeah, the, the timing is uh, ironically quite good. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, it varies greatly here in Europe, though. Uh, I mean, Germany and other countries near them, uh, it's huge. You have, like, medieval fairs in uh, a bunch of cities, like, every weekend. Up here, uh, it's more growing slowly. You have a few few uh, big fairs, but uh, it's limited to those big fairs as well. And... Uh, it's a lot of people laughing, but it's uh, not not as big as it is in like Germany and the states and places like that. Yeah, I was going to say like I mean here in the states, like I'm in the Philadelphia area, and um, they do it, you know, every year. And I, I remember hearing about it, seeing commercials on TV growing up, and uh, you know, especially now with the world of social media, like seeing all these people who I never knew were into that like whole scene. Uh, and now that I'm seeing, like, it's a whole thing, not just here in the Philadelphia area, like, around the country and now around the world, that uh, I think to myself, like, wow, that's a really a, 
a cool way too to kind of stand out above the rest because there's, I mean, let's face it, how many hard rock and metal bands are out there today? And this is a way to really put your guys uh, above the rest of everybody else. Yeah, and that's why we also try to maintain a level of authenticity in the music, uh, the traditional element, that is, uh, to use actual medieval melodies and to uh, lyrically also tell tales of actual medieval hardships. Uh, it's quite quite often you see both in LARPing, popular culture, which has an upswing right now in fantasy. I mean, look at Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings and stuff. And it's more often you have a, a weird versions of other type of folk music or very contemporary interpretations of medieval folk music. But we really wanted to to maintain that that ancient feeling of it. And lyrically, a lot of folk metal bands also use this like post-manual glory of battle themes and uh, we quite contrary want to uh, shed some light on nobody liked war it was horrible man <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say like I, I saw like um in the bio like you like you said you touched on uh in the bio like the topics and stuff you you write about and, and i'm like wow like, these are like really deep topics it's not like uh again going back to your traditional uh hard rock metal band where it's going to be uh you know sunshine and, and rainbows and drink a beer and let's uh find a woman it, i mean one of the topics i saw was like self-mutilation i'm like this is deep this is deep stuff <laughs> yeah and uh, it's, it, don't get me wrong i really like those type of bands as well and uh, i can really enjoy up-tempo, even death metal-style folk music, black metal-style folk music, and even the drinking theme uh, folk metal. But that's not what we wanted to do. Uh, and when we, we sell out, we, we really, it sounds a bit big uh, to say so about yourself, but we really set out to make some music that we wanted to listen to and music we felt was missing. Right. And uh, yeah. since we have a bunch of wild instruments and we had a lot of knowledge about melodies as well as uh, we know where to find uh, themes and more melodies, as well as compose our own sound in the world, it just, there, as you, as you say, the rest is history. <laughs> now, how about trying to find, uh, was it really hard to try to find other people that would be interested in trying to do this, uh, this style? Uh, no, when we realized that, oh crap, we have to play live soon, and uh, we just uh, asked our previous drummer, which Michael and I had played in uh, a bunch of bands before, and he is super wild, loves every kind of music, and uh, he he has got a good, good rhythm when it comes to folk music. Uh, even traditional Swedish folk music, so he he was an obvious choice. Uh, as for Jonas and uh, Richard, they're friends of ours as well, who's very wide, open people, likes folk music, metal, jazz, you name it, everything. So uh, it was no, not a hard choice at all to ask those three. 
Wow. Now, now how about like uh, like you said, doing it live? I, I, is it hard to really re- reproduce all this stuff live? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we'll have to have backup tracks. Uh, otherwise, it wouldn't work. We would require double the personnel on stage. Uh, and uh, it's not every club that you can bring a live choir with like 12 people as well. <laughs> Limitation in uh, money and uh, square footage. <laughs> Uh, but we have we, we, that's the also fun fun thing about doing the opposite theme of medieval folk metal, going slower, more melodies, and it's gotten us some very interesting gigs as well, and not especially on the metal scene. And a few of our absolute absolutely coolest moments have been on stages I wouldn't have expected us to get to perform. And uh, see also the appreciation of an audience not normally going to metal concerts. That's been quite uh, quite rewarding and uh, very inspiring. That's cool. Now, like uh, going back to like the whole Renaissance Fair and thing like that. Um, did you uh, or have you guys thought about like maybe doing that? Like maybe hooking up with like Renaissance Fairs and like touring around doing like Renaissance Fairs or even. Um, the conventions of like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that? Nothing is impossible and uh, those types of places would uh, be a, a natural place for us to go in concerns of visitors. Uh, I mean, no kidding around, a lot of people who are into LARPing, Renaissance fairs and fantasy music like metal, so... Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, I think that would... Because I do like a lot of the uh, like comic book convention. Uh, here in the Philadelphia area, I, I go to a lot of them, and I, I know uh, it's kind of a similar audience. You would just have that uh, built-in audience right there, and I think that would be a tremendous way for you guys to find fans and just uh, yeah, I agree. It would. It's going to be really interesting to see where where we have the, played like 18 months from now. I think uh, both traditional metal scenes uh, as well as a bit different venues will will probably be covered. And uh, I just hope we're not too authentic in the medieval uh, sense uh, since a lot of people who, who are into just LARPing and fantasy music, they have a picture of medieval music sounding in a certain way that's been spoon-fed through popular culture. And we don't exactly sound like that. (laughs) (laughs) True. So, not to to joke too much, but I I hope we're not too true, (laughs) if you know what I mean. So, okay, so you guys uh, released the, the first album. Uh, back in May, about six weeks ago, yeah. uh, the end is now. Is it, the end is nigh or knee? Yeah, nigh. The end is nigh. nigh. Right. The end is upon us. So, you know, how's that going? How's it? Uh, everybody uh, loving it? I would imagine. We have been completely blown away by the reviews we've seen so far. We could never have expected such a warm, uh, warm uh, welcome for this album. 
it's been totally unreal and we are both super humbled as well as super inspired by by how it's been received uh it's uh, I, I i could never have imagined this and uh, uh the video that we put out of fart single it it's like almost 700,000 views by now and that's in in, in for a band like us that's unreal yeah. well, i mean what's hap- what's happened no no knows what's happened and uh, it just keeps growing it's out of control and uh it, it could not be a better medicine for us to just keep pushing forward and to do more. Now, I, I, I'm actually like skimming through the bio real quick. Now, you guys have actually been around since 2013. Am I correct on that? Yeah, we started, we started uh, exchanging ideas and uh, composing uh, the first songs. And uh, we played live the first time in August 2013, I think. Wow. So, I mean, this so, is working on for quite a few years and then to finally put out the debut album now. It's got to be uh, very rewarding, finally. Yeah, I mean, we we, we haven't had an, uh, been in any rush. I mean, we're just normal guys having work, day, day, daytime jobs. So we felt we wanted to give the songs the attention they need when we can and have time for it. Uh, did the occasional festivals and uh, club gigs uh, as well as uh, those different type of stages. And uh, finally, when we had the songs for the album ready, we just decided to go ahead and record the album all by ourselves. And uh, just when we began, the guys at Despots Records uh, contacted us and like a few weeks later, I signed, and uh, we just kept kept going with the uh, with the album. Nice, that's awesome. Now, so, uh, it, took, it took us about a year from when we signed uh, until we released it. So the oh, album was done 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 uh, in uh, in all, in about November, I think. Oh, so you guys actually been even sitting on it for quite a few months now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's how it goes. If you have an, an album ready, almost every band is about six to eight months or something like that before it comes out. Wow. So now what, uh, what is going to be the plans for, now for the rest of the year for you guys? Uh, any uh, recordings you're going to be put together or anything set in stone already? Or Well, we're going to do more videos. That's a given, since uh, the first one got received so well. Uh, we're looking at some gigs, uh, maybe try to uh, visit Europe, uh, do some more gigs here in Sweden. And uh, s- sooner or later, I mean, we already have embryos for our upcoming songs, so uh, we don't know what will turn out to those, but uh, it feels good to be able to look forward when composing, not just... Uh, having like a prohibition against composing because uh, the album hasn't uh, been been, uh, let out yet. Right, right. (laughs) Uh, So that's awesome. Good for you guys. Thank you very much. And uh, of course, in in some distant future, obviously to the States and maybe opening for uh, a bigger act would most certainly be a dream, of course. Uh, That would totally be awesome. And, and I gotta say too, like I, I'm happy that uh, like the whole like YouTube and I, I, I a lot of people, I, bands I talk to, 
when they're using you, uh, YouTube, and especially when it works for them, I think it's such an important tool. And when bands don't use it, it actually pisses me off. So I'm so happy that it worked out good for you guys, and you guys continue to uh, you know, keep going to YouTube route. Yeah, I think video really is something that you have to keep in mind. I mean, social media sites really like video, so why shouldn't you just abide by their rules? <laughs> yeah, sometimes we've got to uh, abide by the rules. But they work. Yeah. Plus, we like doing videos. We're not very good at it, but we like it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Cool. So, where, where can um, where can everybody get the uh, the album now that it's out? Oh, you can stream it on a, a bunch of sites. You can uh, you can find it on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music, Tidal, iTunes, you, you name it. Uh, plus, you can go to our label's uh, web, web shop to buy physical copies as well. Awesome. And, yeah. and uh, we're, 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 we're uh, in the goings of launching uh, an updated version of our website, which will have all the links to all the sites where you can both buy downloads, stream, buy physical, as well as uh, listen to the songs on our website. Awesome. Now, and what is the website? Is it uh, apocalypseorchestra.com? Or? Yeah, correct. Cool. Very cool. So everybody needs to go there. I'd rather see everybody go there and buy physical copies. Uh, then stream it off Spotify and whoever and give anybody else the money. Let these guys get the money because they earned it. So that's my two cents. <laughs> much, much, much appreciated. Cool. Uh, Eric, uh, I, I, I'm happy we got this done finally. So I want to thank you for calling in. Yeah, and, uh, finally. It's been, uh, been a hassle to get all the time and things under control. I hate it. I mean, uh, six months of the year, all uh, right, biological clocks don't work in Sweden. Then during winter, it's back to normal. So I don't know why we do this. We have been doing it for about 35 years now, and everybody hates it. <laughs> Uh, well, it's accomplished now, so we're good to go on this end. So, again, thank you. Yeah. And thank you for taking your time and giving your interest. It's uh, worth uh, worth millions to us. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Cool. We'll take care, and uh, I'll let you guys know. This We actually just taped this, so I'll let you guys know uh, when we'll be airing it. Cool. Thank you very much. Looking forward cool. to it. Yep. Take care, Eric. Shit. Bye.
Scum, Medieval Metal from Sweden, Apocalypse Orchestra, and that tune is called The Garden of Earthly Delights. They also got a video for that, you can check that out on YouTube, and you can check out all the bands on YouTube, Facebook, they're all over the internet, check out their websites, look for Apocalypse Orchestra, look for Alarm for War, and look for Fear, that's P-H-E-A-R, check them all out, they're all totally driven, so are you, so let's make it all a totally driven world of mighty music. So, there you go. There's another episode of Tilly Jim Radio in the books. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Thanks for supporting not only us, but all the artists we support. Without you, we can never make this all happen. So, make sure you check us out all over the world of social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, check out our website, TotallyDriven.tv or TotallyDrivenTV.com, TotallyDrivenEntertainment.com, TotallyDrivenRadio.com. I got all the domain names because we own Totally Driven. So, there you go. Uh, so we return actually live. We'll be back live next week uh, show with my co-host Nick and Janetti will be with me, and uh, we're gonna have some guests next week. We have uh, we have some things lined up. Just make sure you stay tuned to those social media pages for updates on who we're gonna be having. And um, remember these very important words. Without these two words, you got nothing. Stay driven. Until next time, people. Stay safe. See ya.